1: All right, hey, it's Greg Harrelson uh, coming at you again from the Level Up Podcast, and I've got my partner Brendan Payne with me here, and we're going to have a uh, probably what will be one of the greater conversations around building a business as a real estate entrepreneur, a real estate agent with uh, our, our guest, Karen Cooper. And I'll say a few words, Karen, um, you know, about you from what I do know. Of course, it sounds like you're from Virginia. Now, can you tell me it's Leesburg, Virginia, but I do see that the county seems to be mentioned in anything I see about you more than the city. So, but I'm afraid I'm gonna, it's not London County, but can you tell yeah. me what, 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 what how, you're from what county?
2: It's from Loudoun County,
1: Loudoun County. Okay. Well, good. so, so Karen's coming at you from Loudoun County, Virginia. Um, I know that you've uh, been in the business for a while. It, it looks like you've done, you know, hundreds and hundreds, nearly a thousand transactions in your career And it's interesting because it looks like you've been a real estate agent, you've been a manager of over 100 uh, real estate agents for a very large uh, brokerage firm. So you're coming to the conversation with quite a bit of experience. And and, um, I just want to, we'll we'll engage and start a conversation I got here. It's not a job, it's a business. And I think Karen's going to share with us some keys to success as she's seen it. So say hello to the guest, Karen.
2: Yes, thank you so much. I'm happy to to be on here and to share some of the things I've learned over my 17 years in business.
1: Okay, good. So you're definitely a veteran. You know, I like to use the veteran instead of dinosaur, but it seems like when my dad was in the business, (laughs) my dad was in the business, we had always, you know, years ago, it was always somebody 17 years in the business, oh, they're a dinosaur. And that would, we would like, (laughs) that meant something good, right? But I don't know, for some reason, dinosaur doesn't seem appropriate anymore. So
2: uh, that does not feel good to me. So uh, <laughs> I, I work with veteran and, uh, you know, it, it, it's funny because I think back in the day, it used to be when you had been in business for 17 years, you were probably much older. Um, I think a lot of people mm-hmm. saw real estate as a second or third career. And now we're seeing it more and more that it's a primary career. So when you say somebody who's been in the business 17 years, we're not quite that old.
1: Yeah, so. there you go. Good point. Yeah, that's that's so true. So let's just dive right into the conversation. And and Karen, I just love to hear your take on this. Again, it's not a job, it's a business, and um, you know, in keys to success. So what are your thoughts on our on on that?
2: Yeah. So, you know, I've been in business for a really long time and I've, I've, I've held basically every position that you can in business. I've, I've been, um, in the real estate industry. I've been an an agent on a Rainmaker team. I've been an individual agent. I've been a managing broker. And now I, I own my own team. And the thing that I have seen agents struggle with the most, um, is they, they treat this like a job. They don't treat it like a business and your real estate business is a business and you need to think of it differently. It's not somewhere that you're going to show up at nine o'clock and you're going to go home at five o'clock. You need to look at it from an overall investment of not only your time, but also your resources. A lot of agents I think sometimes are afraid to invest in their businesses. Um, But, but when you run your own business, when you're truly self-employed and you're an entrepreneur, it does require that investment. And I think that's a huge mistake that agents make.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. That's a that, that, that's a really good point. What are your thoughts on that, uh, Brendan?
0: Yeah, that's I was just getting ready to to um, ask, what do you think is um, the primary difference? because there are agents that come into the business and they're going to they're going to make some money. They're going to look and say, you know, I was able to replace what I had, But at some point there's a shift from I think that this is a, a job, that I could be doing something else, but I'm, I'm doing real estate and now I see some opportunities. So where do you think that shift takes place where you can actually then um, turn it into a business?
2: Yeah. Well, it's a mindset shift, um, because, you know, we're very fortunate in our, in this industry and in this career, um, that you can, you can make a lot of money per transaction. And so if you are good at what you do, depending on what your job was when you came into the business, you can probably replace it somewhat quickly. Um, but, but the thing that I find, and and I hear this a lot, you know, for myself personally, I have averaged 50 to 60 transactions per year and to do less than that, um, almost seems like it's more work. I think agents have this perception that it, I don't want to do 30 transactions. I don't want to do 40 transactions. I don't want to do 50 transactions because they think it's so much more work. But honestly, that's, again, the shift to making it a business and not just a job. When you're looking at it as a business, you have systems in place. You have... Um, functions that are making you be able to be much more efficient and productive as you're going through your business, and so for me, it's actually a lot harder for me to do less um, than it is to do more. I, I hope that makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, Dude,
1: uh, Brendan, I know what you're thinking right now. You and I, uh, c- good job, Karen. yeah. That's uh, that's, that's
0: yeah, because, drop the mic, drop the mic, Karen.
1: And and let's let's talk about this because. Karen, what you just said, and I'm not trying to take any of your thunder, but Brendan and I have these conversations. We've had these conversations and and it is, I think it's worthy of us slowing this down a little bit and kind of explaining what you mean and maybe get Brendan's perspective and whatnot. And one of the things that I say is like, gosh, man, like to do 10 or 15 or 20 deals, you don't have the income in order to invest in systems and to utilize the one thing that we all dream of utilizing, which is the power of leverage. Yes. And it, it's easier to do 50 or 60 deals, way easier yes. than to do 10 or 15 deals. So Karen, why is it easier?
2: Well, it's what you said. It, it partly is the leverage. Um, I, I think partly too, so much of what we do in our business, I, you know, I know for me, I, a lot of my business is done Fear or done by referral. And so there's a snowball effect that happens in your business. And so when you're not fully engaged in your business, then um, you it's harder to get that momentum going. And so um, what you're doing then, not only are you struggling to manage the transactions that you have, and if you're only doing 10 or 15, then um, each one is almost like a new one right? Because you don't, you're not doing it frequently enough. So you find yourself forgetting things. Um, you don't have the systems in place. You maybe don't have the support in place in terms of vendors or assistance or, or whatever it is that you need to make this run efficiently. Um, and so it just ends up becoming a lot more difficult than if you were actually focused on building a business and having the systems in place that you could do a lot more.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What would you add to that, Brendan? Yeah, I think that um, you, you're hitting the nail on the head. So the, life, the, the way that I've seen the life cycle of an agent is of course you're brand new and you're doing zero deals. And the zero to 10 is tough, but you've got the benefit of excitement. You're, you're doing something new, everything's new, you're learning so that energizes you from that zero to 10. Then from 10 to say maybe 15 or 20, depending on price point, because there's some markets you can make an unbelievable living with 10 or 15 transactions. But in the majority of the country, that, that 10 to maybe 20 or so becomes kind of that no man's land where you're, everything is like it's everything I do, I've got to do it all. You're not really making enough income to be able to start adding systems. You're a little bit concerned still can I, can I invest in some staffing or something like that? But you know you don't want to be where you're at. And boy, that, that production level is really, really tough to maintain without moving quickly past it. And what you mentioned that um, you said snowball, I always use the term, the compound effect, the compound effect of your previous deals, generating some new deals, keep doing what you're doing that generates Mm -hmm. some new deals and your skills are getting better. You should like rock it through 15 to 25, get past that quick. And then it gets into like, now it's fun again. You
2: are right on. Uh, You know, I I find that to be sort of like the pain point, like that 10 to 15 to 20 Asians are busy enough that they need help. They're busy enough that they need assistance, but they're not quite feeling busy enough or honestly confident enough in themselves and in their business to invest the way that they need to. You know, we are so fortunate in in the age of technology that we have today. Having an assistant or having some help doesn't mean hiring a full-time Mm-hmm. Client care coordinator like I have or hiring a full-time whatever. It can be a virtual assistant. It can be a transaction coordinator. It can be, you know, a, a neighbor that you pay 10 hours a week. I mean, there's there are a lot of ways to make this happen so that you don't get stuck. And and this is where I see agents get frustrated with the business and I see them burn out and I see them leave the business during this time frame.
1: Yeah. Let me let me chime in and add one thing here. You know, one of the things uh, I talk about leverage. Well, I think we mm-hmm. could also uh, introduce the term division of labor. You, as you start hiring staff or you hire an assistant or get a buyer's agent or have somebody prospecting with you or whatever you may be doing, you're kind of starting to divide duties. And I've also always said, one of the things that I enjoy, like, it seems like every time I grow to the next level, whether it be 50 to a hundred, a hundred to 200, 200 to 300, whatever that is, it seems that I have to do less. Because there's other people that are doing other things. Like they're taking on some of the duties that I was once doing. So I wrote down here, as you grow, one of the great things about it is you get to do less Mm -hmm. and you get more, but you better be damn good at what you're responsible of doing
2: yes well what it does is it allows you to focus on you know I'll, I'll call it like your zone of genius right there's so many things that we do in the course of a day as a real estate agent or as a business owner that um i mean it's everything from putting on a lockbox to negotiating a contract and you know everything in between and certainly there are a multitude of those activities that are not my highest and best use of time So when you can do that, like you said, division of labor or the leverage, and you bring someone in to handle some of those tasks for you, it allows you to do less. So maybe then my focus becomes simply negotiating contracts or simply going out and getting new business. But those um, tasks do require a higher level, I think, of engagement. Um, And you do. You need to be really good at those. And you have a chance to get good at those when you have somebody else taking care of the other stuff.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. So, some additional keys to success. Let's 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 just share what you got, and 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 let's help the audience grow their business. Sure. Yes, so,
2: um, consistency. Anybody who knows me, um, I mean, the, the founder of a group called Empowering Women in Real Estate. We're on on Facebook. We have over eight thousand members in the group, and one of the things that I talk about. Um, probably more than anything else in the group is about consistency Um, because it is one of the, again, if we talk about mistakes that people make, which leads you to, to what are the keys to success is being consistent in what you do. You can't expect to launch a geographic farming campaign for example and think that you're gonna send one or two postcards and you're gonna suddenly be flooded with requests for listings or for new business it doesn't work that way you have to be consistent in what you're doing you have to look at the big picture um, you know one of the of my keys to my success I know is um, my ability or my focus in Tying things together, you know, one of my, um, uh, my geographic farm is one of my areas of focus for my business and half of my business is done there. And uh, it, it's a really significant amount because it's a very small rural area, small town. And um, I don't just do a postcard. I do the postcard and then I tie it together with social media posts and boosted ads and sponsoring neighborhood activities and being active in the community. And so all of those things tie together which then helps me to be so much more successful and have, have a much bigger impact in that area than I would otherwise.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Great point. So uh, Karen, can you, um, one of the things that I heard you say was confidence and that is that that's the core that's at the core of, I think any type of growth in any industry, but we're mm-hmm. talking with agents. Can you share some of the things that maybe you did early on when you were, were you were an agent and you're trying to grow, you saw the potential, yeah. what, were you able to do that gave you the confidence that said, you know what? Yeah, something could come in and derail me, but it's going to be, it's going to be hard because I do this every single day. I've got a plan in place. And that usually is what gives you the confidence to say, all right, now I can go ahead and turn this into a business. It's not, I'm not just getting stuff by default. There's a, there's a cause and effect.
2: Yeah. So for me, in the, in the very beginning, it was taking absolutely every single opportunity that came my way, no matter what it was or where it was. So um, this meant sometimes my very first listing was an hour and a half from my home. Um, I went on many rental appointments. I Um, I went on showing appointments to meet people who I really felt were never going to buy. I went on many, many listing appointments for people who never listed their home or chose someone else. But it was that repetition. It was that consistency of the activities that allowed me to have confidence in myself. Because every time I went on an appointment, every person I got in front of, everything that I did, it taught me something different. And it kept me fully engaged. So, And I distinctly remember um, there was a point in my business and I I had been maybe six or seven months in where I kind of woke up that morning and I remember feeling like, okay, I've got this. (laughs) I'm going to be able to turn this into a business. This is going to be viable for me because it really is very scary in the beginning. So um, I I think the, the best advice I have is, is to take every opportunity. In the very beginning, you want to expand as much as possible. Do everything that you can, and then as you are moving forward in your business, then I tend to, to contract um, and get much more um, localized and focused.
0: Focused,
1: yeah. That's good. What other keys do you have? What are the keys? Can we think of? Brendan, can you think of any? I don't want to make it all Karen. The you know put all the pressure <laughs> on Karen, but yeah. You know, what you know when you think of keys to success, what I, there are a few things here that i'm I'm taking notes as I always do in in these in these podcasts, and the over uh, the over all, all encompassing feeling that i'm having right now is this is really simple stuff right it's like let's be consistent i mean that's simple um confidence is, comes from repetition doing it over and over and over again, and you gain confidence so again consistency this is simple what why is it? And I'll, maybe I'll chime in on some of the answers too. But why do you all think that something so simple seems to be so hard for real estate agents?
2: Well, because we doubt ourselves. And I don't think that that is just related to real estate agents. I think that's just people in general. I had a meeting with an agent this morning and we were talking about self-doubt. I mean, I think we all have those little voices in our inside our heads that are saying, um, you know, this isn't right. You're You're not good enough to do this. You're not going to be able to do this. And so we listen to that you know in our business um if you're not in the real estate industry i'm sure we've all had the experiences with maybe a spouse or a family member who they cannot understand what we do at all they don't understand that we go to work and that we don't necessarily get a paycheck every day i remember all the time my mom would we'd have a conversation and she'd say so did you sell a house today And I'm like mom that's not how it works <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't work exactly like that so um it can be hard when you're getting these messages everywhere And it it, it kind of feeds into our self-doubt. And then it's the fear that keeps us from doing these things um, that are, you're right, confidence, consistency. These are simple, simple, simple things, simple keys. But so many people fail to do them. And I think it's because they're afraid.
1: Yeah. And I don't, you know, when I say they're simple, um, listen, there's plenty of things that are simple that I'm probably not doing that if I just did them myself. So it's not... My thoughts are not everyone's wrong because they, don't, they, have it, uh, they haven't done or executed the simple. It's just really like, you know, it, it really is that easy to grow the business. And I, I guess I would add to our list as a key to success is discipline. Yes. It is discipline of knowing that, that every day in our business, we start at zero. <clears throat> you know, we, we wake up at zero by default, no choice. Mm -hmm. We wake up at zero, but it is our choice to go to bed at zero. And what we do between the time we wake up and what we go to bed, the consistency, the things, the actions, the steps that we take throughout the day is what really determines whether or not we go to bed at zero. And I think if people could really take this on and agents could understand that, hey, it's a gift to wake up at zero with with nothing and have to start over because the alternative of that would be you're making a $50,000 salary at some business and you wake up with no opportunity to do any more than what you have. So for us to realize the upside of unlimited opportunity, then we have to accept the downside which is to start at zero. Yeah. And and, and you know so I think that's one of the things it takes discipline to wake up every day and, and apply action to make sure that we go out there and build a business every day.
0: You're you're
2: absolutely right. Go go ahead, Ben. No, go ahead, Karen. Uh, I was going to say you're absolutely right about the discipline because you're correct. When we wake up in the morning, uh, you know, unless, you know, maybe you're on a team that requires you to to be there certain times or whatever, but um, for the most part, most of us wake up every day and unless you have an appointment with someone, you probably don't have a specific time that you have to be at the office. You probably don't have a specific number of people that you need to call. And so there is a certain amount of discipline that's required to get us out of our comfortable, warm beds. It's you know freezing cold here right now in Northern Virginia and get into the office. And it's disciplined to pick up the phone and to call the people that you know that you need to call. It, there's a lot of discipline that's involved in that. And and that's hard. That's a muscle that a, a lot of us do not exercise near enough.
0: Yeah. Yep. And there's a disconnect too. I think sometimes a lot of it's a product of maybe you can get in this business without a lot of leadership behind you. You can get in this business and not really know who to listen to, or you're listening to 40 different um, voices on what to do. And you can ask most agents and say, if there was a restaurant or a store that you like to go to, but it was closed that day, would you think that they're gonna make any money that day and how long would they stay in business? And of course they'd say, no, it's it's not gonna be open. Mm-hmm. Yet agents will wake up every day and never open their real estate business because they mm-hmm. never do what they need to do to actually produce income, which is go and, and have conversations. So I think that um, you know, that, that disconnect is real and, and it's an, almost a mystery in the beginning of you come in, you're brand new, but you really don't know, like you think People that are doing 25, 30 transactions and are doing a lot of business, you can't bridge that gap. And so, if there's if there's not somebody that can kind of can bridge that and, and say this is a result of what they do every day, then and it just remains a mystery. Right.
2: No, you're you're absolutely right about that. And I think it, you know, again, all these things, all these keys that we're talking about, they all sort of tie back into each other, right? Because part of the discipline and and picking up the phone and doing these things there's a certain amount of confidence that's involved, right. To pick up the phone and to make the calls, but then you have to be consistent and you have to expect to. you have to do it every single day because you're right. So many agents, I've seen it, you know, my years as a managing broker, they get up in the morning, they never open their business. They, they wait for the phone, for their phone to ring. They wait for someone to call them, not for them to call someone else. And so, um, that, that can really hold you back in your business. There's, there's a lot of people in our business that, that love to talk, um, but they don't actually do. And one of my favorite things is that, um, I, I never take advice from someone I'm not willing to trade places with. And, it, you know, it's, it's really easy to see the agents who, um, you know, they look like they're doing really great, and wonderful things in their business. But if you look at their daily habits, it, it's kind of a show. Um, and so I think it's important to align yourself and surround yourself with people you know, just like your listeners are really interested in this podcast because they can hear this great advice and, 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 and hear things from people who are actually being successful in their business. And I think that's crucial.
1: Yeah. You know, I I just wrote down while, you know, for all those people that wait for business, um, I can only say, you know, while you're waiting, go ahead and take some actions to build your business at the same time. Like Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for business too, but I'm waiting in a different way. Like I'm, I'm, I'm working and then I'm available when it comes to me, but in the gaps between the times it comes to me, I'm creating it. And, 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 and it's just, you know, I, I I think that uh, again, this is a very simple conversation that if we were to take all the high level conversations and tips and strategies and throw them out the window and a real estate agent was just to follow these simple steps that we're talking about right here, they would probably experience more growth than all those fancy things that's distracting them.
2: Totally, it's that shiny object syndrome, right? And, and again, this is where the confidence comes in and the fear comes in. We're afraid that we don't know what we're doing. We're afraid that we're not going to be able to grow our business, and so we look outside ourselves for these shiny objects, for these things that we think are going to somehow make it better and make it easier. And and really, what ends up happening is we're getting distracted by all of these other things. Whereas if we focus on the foundation, if we focus on building a strong base in our business, if we focus on these simple yet really critical keys to success our businesses would be so much stronger and better for it. I mean, let's talk about previewing. You know, that's something that um, when I was training new agents, you know, when you're brand new, you know, we're all waiting for business. You don't have anything yet to do. So be active, be engaged in your business, go out and look at the homes in your marketplace, go and visit the the model homes and talk to the new home sales rep, get a feeling, get engaged and connected with your local market. That is something that anyone can do. And, and the steps that you're taking, just the action of putting yourself out there, is going to help to bring that business into you faster.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just do something. Do something, you know, no question about it. You know, I I challenge all the audience, those that are are listening, um, I, I challenge you to like for the next 30 days, you know, why don't you go ahead and commit to a morning ritual, like commit to a time that you'll wake up in the morning. Commit to a time that, you know, maybe you'll go for a walk, maybe you'll go to the gym, whatever your condition is, forget about it, stop making excuses, just do something to generate some energy. Commit to a time before eight o'clock that you'll listen to something that's motivational, maybe the level up podcast or maybe some other podcast or an audio book or something like that. Commit to getting into the office at eight o'clock. Commit to doing some activities like lead generation for two to three hours until 10 or 11 o'clock. Commit to about 30 minutes of follow-up until 1130. If you would do that for 30 days, just keep that morning ritual for 30 days, you'll experience a breakthrough in your business. And I didn't say anything that every single listener couldn't do starting tomorrow morning.
2: You're You're absolutely right.
1: Well, good. Hey, before we get off, Karen, I, I think that it's worthy of, 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 of you sharing a little bit more about what is empowering women in business. I, I know okay. this is an organization, but it sounds like yeah. something that has a, 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 is a good cause. Can you just share a little bit about it? Sure. 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 It's actually, it's empowering women in real estate. In real estate. And, uh,
2: yep. And this is a group that I founded um, almost five years ago. And uh, what I found is that a lot of women in the industry, we all have challenges, but sometimes women have some more unique challenges than maybe some men have in the industry and vice versa. And so um, the idea behind the group is helping to support and educate women to grow their businesses. We talk a lot about balance. We talk about time management. We talk about balancing motherhood with real estate. Um, and so this is our fifth year. We have a group that get together and meet, um, every month in a variety of cities across the country. we have over 8,100 members now. Um, we do have a YouTube channel where you can watch some of our coffee chats and things that we do. So, uh, we certainly love uh, any of your listeners to, uh, to look us up and, and join.
1: And they would just, uh, and go into Facebook and maybe search for empowering women in real estate. Yeah, that's
2: it. It's a closed group and you can just request to join right there.
1: Okay. That, that is awesome. And I think I failed to mention your company name. Your, your, is it your company name Platinum Group Real Estate? I know it's Platinum, Real Estate, uh, Platinum Group Real Estate Team. Um, is that also your company name?
2: Um, no, that's, that's the name of my team. It's Platinum Group Real Estate Team. And we are affiliated with Pearson Smith Realty, which is our brokerage here in Northern Virginia.
1: Okay. And how could, if there's any guests that want to reach out and send you a referral for Loudoun yes. County in yes. Leaksburg, Virginia, um, yes. how, what's the best way for them to reach out to you?
2: Yeah, we would love that. So uh, just give a ring to our office, which is 703-999-3601. You can also look us up online. Um our website is goplatinumgroup.com.
1: Well, cool. And and Brendan, if um, you know, if a thousand people want to email Brendan a question in the next 24 hours, how can they reach you?
0: greg harrelson at (laughs) gmail.com
1: oh my god (laughs) crushing me (laughs) i should have not said that that did not work out the way i thought it was going to work out that's all right uh one for brendan stay tuned i'll get him back (laughs) (laughs) um but what's the best way on facebook facebook Facebook. and, and just facebook messenger that's the best way Okay. And the same with me, everybody, you know, um, reach out to me, um, uh, on Facebook, you know, Facebook message me. I'm really good about, uh, returning, uh, you know, or answering questions and, and giving some guidance. It's a, it's a passion of mine. So please feel free to do that. And then I would also love it if you all would subscribe to the YouTube channel or the, uh, level up podcast. So you'll know when we have upcoming, um, uh, you know, episodes and, and, and you'll get a notification. And then if you, uh, if you would go and give us a review on iTunes, it would help It help us grow the, the level of Podcast and get more and more guests. And, and I'd like to even get, uh, you know, some more prominent guests, uh, uh authors of books, et cetera, and whatnot. And it really helps when we have reviews to, to pull that in. So other than that, any last words?
0: Great job, Karen. Thank you so much for, uh, for coming on. Good information. Thank
1: you. I enjoyed the conversation with you guys. I appreciate it. That was awesome, Karen. Thank you so much.